Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. He's head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. You can always find more about him online at SmileMan.com. Dr. Mann, how are you doing on this Memorial Day weekend? Uh, I'm doing great, man. You know, it's uh, hard to believe. It's already here, you know. My uh, son's finished up school on Friday, so uh, the summer's upon us. The summer is indeed upon us, and Dr. Mann, we've got a wonderful show lined up today, and we're going to be talking about a child's visit to the dentist, and I think this is so important to get your children off on the right start when it comes to visiting the dentist, so let's pretty much start there, Dr. Mann. At what age should a parent take their child to see a dentist for the first time? Well, we recommend that uh, the, uh, the child be seen at the age of three, uh, by the age of three, the first time. Of course, we can always see them at any age uh, or any time before that. But by three, uh, you definitely want them to see a dentist. Um, as we talked about before in the show, it's always a good idea to bring your child in when, when you get your teeth clean. Um, as starting as early as possible, because then they get associated with the dental office. They get associated with it not being um, a big deal to come in and get your teeth clean and for the dentist to take a look at them. However, if you're a parent who has high anxiety uh, when you come into the dental office, you probably shouldn't be the one that brings them because it will create anxiety. It's amazing how many times that we see older adults who have anxiety because their parent had anxiety. Um, and I see that quite a bit. So um, if you have ang- high anxiety about going to the dentist, you know, maybe have someone else bring them in um, uh, for the first time because it does rub off. But by age three, we like to see them. They usually have most of their teeth by age three. Um, but if you have any problems before that, such as, you know, pain with the teeth or you feel like there's some dark spots, cavities or anything like that, we uh, we we also um, evaluate, you know, starting early on. Uh, We've talked about breathing disorders. If you feel like your child has a breathing problem, they're waking up a lot during the night, they're not sleeping well, then you might bring them in also for a healthy start evaluation. Now, there's some dental practices that uh, specifically market themselves as a a pediatric specialist. Um, Do do we need to bring our kids there or is a general dentist just fine? Uh, For the first visit, I think uh, the general dentist is just fine. Um, so, uh, pediatric, I have a lot of friends who, who specialize in pediatric dentistry and, um, they, they, um, basically do a lot of treatment on young children that are not able to be seen in a general practice. Um, but I always recommend for the first time to bring them in to the practice that you're going to, if they see children, because, um, it's such a relaxing, uh, time for them. If you're there with them and you've been to the same dentist. Um, so I feel like that is the best approach. Um, if there's something that uh, we're not able to treat um, or if the if the um, child is a little bit uh, high anxiety, um, then then some dentists will refer uh, the, the, the child out. We don't because we have ways to deal with that with nitrous oxide and um, other forms of uh, things that we do in our office with sedation. So but um, pediatric dentists are great. They do a great job at. Uh, with those children that that can't be seen by general dentists, but I would recommend the first visit be with your dentist if possible. Now, I imagine there's a a lot of curiosity 
on the side, the parents' side of things in terms of what this first visit looks like? I mean, are, are you breaking out all the tools on the first visit? What is what is what happens here? Yeah, there's a lot of anxiety on that first visit um, for the child and the parent sometimes, and that's why it's good to know going in what to expect. At age three, um, our biggest thing is to get them in the chair and and allow us to brush their teeth, see where their plaque is building up. A lot of times um, uh, parents allow their kids to brush their teeth, which I think is a great idea. Um, as soon as a, a, a child wants to start brushing their teeth, let them. Um, it, the dexterity might not be there, but the practice and the willingness to do it is fantastic. Now, we recommend up to the age of five that the parent follow up, uh, making sure that all that plaque is removed. And uh, that allows us when we go in and look at age three, uh, we do check for cavities. We do check to see if there's uh, certain areas that we're missing from a plaque standpoint. We also want to look and make sure all of the teeth are coming in, uh, the baby teeth are coming in properly. And uh, if there's any bite discrepancies that we may see. Um, but that's the biggest thing. Um, at that first visit, uh, we don't take x-rays. Um, it's basically just a visit to get the child comfortable being seen and allowing us, we call it count their teeth. But we're actually you know, looking at each tooth to make sure they don't have cavities. Yeah, and that's that's important because you want to get things off on the right foot when it comes to your child's teeth. And Dr. Mann, we talked about x-rays last week on the program. When should a child have their first set of x-rays? Um, we like to start taking x-rays by age six. Um unless the first set. And um, that's really just what we call cavity detecting x-rays. We also like to take a panoramic x-ray and a lot of um, uh, people don't know what that is, but basically that allows us to look at all of the jaw and not just the teeth. And what that does is it allows us to determine if, if a child has all of their permanent teeth by age six or seven. Um, it's, it's shocking to a lot of people, about one in 10 children are missing a permanent tooth, at least one. Um, it is a genetic uh, thing, but um, we want to know that ahead of time so we can plan. We also want to look and see if their canines um, are turned a certain way. The canines or the or the eye teeth, some people call them, tend to, uh, can become impacted. And um, if they're turned a certain way in that panoramic X-ray um, above their baby teeth, then um, we have to do some things, possibly extract some of their um, their baby teeth to make room for them to. Um, come in um, because uh, otherwise they can get impacted. And that's, that's a real uh, long process of surgical intervention and using chains to try to pull them down with braces. So uh, we, we, we really like to take that x-ray so that we can plan ahead and make sure that the jaw is going to develop properly. Again, that's another argument for getting your child in early and building those habits and being able to potentially catch some problems earlier. It's much easier on the front end than on the back end. If you want to learn more about scheduling an appointment to see Dr. Mann or the many services that he and his team provide, you can go online to smileman.com. Mann has two ends at the end, smileman.com. Com. From there, it's very easy to book an appointment. You can also find information about Dr. Mann's three office locations. There's one in Cary, one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Learn more at smileman.com. Or you can also call the office. The phone number is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. 
We are going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more talking about a child's visit to the dentist. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking all about a child's visit to the dentist. We went over when a child should first go have their, their first visit at the dentist and several other items. And Dr. Mann, I, I just brought my, my five-year-old into your office a couple weeks ago, and, you know, they did their exam, and they were trying to wiggle some teeth, see if anything was loose, but nothing yet. So um, most children really get excited about losing that first tooth. So at what age can they start really getting into the idea of getting that visit from the tooth fairy? You know, um, I always tell people it ranges anywhere from five to seven years old, depending on the uh, how, how uh, much the, uh, the child has developed. But we usually see in females, they start losing their teeth a little bit earlier than males. Um, but um, I, I have some some children all the way up to the age of eight. Like my my boys didn't lose their first two till they were close to eight. So I wouldn't get too worried if it's later. But, um, you know, of course, they're excited about losing a tooth. And uh, if they're in a class where everybody starts losing uh, teeth in school, they they they're excited. They're like, well, why, why haven't I lost one yet? You know, so um, I, I would I would say anywhere from five to uh, seven is a good time period. Um, and uh, if, you, if you see that uh, the, the child starts having some discomfort when they're eating in the front, that's usually a sign that they're getting loose. Um, and you can give them some, you know, ibuprofen, uh, child's uh, Motrin or child's Tylenol to help with that discomfort. Um, but it is an exciting time for them. And uh, especially when it comes around Christmas time, you know, all you want for Christmas is your two front teeth. So um, <laughs> the, uh, we, we enjoy it in our office, too. Um, and it was showing them their first tooth that's loose. And uh, a lot of them, you know, there's a, it's amazing how a lot of them start working on it, trying to get it out. Um, and then there's some that don't want to because they're worried about it hurting. So you get a range there, but uh, it, it's an exciting time for him. Yeah, I was definitely one of the the latter in that situation. I was not a fan of the <laughs> idea of losing a tooth when I was younger. Um, but in that regard, Dr. Man, most children will usually need braces to straighten their teeth or to correct their bite. So what, what is the age for a child to have a visit to an orthodontist to have that evaluated for possible treatment? The American Association of Orthodontists uh, recommend that by age seven, um, children have an evaluation um, for orthodontic treatment. Does that, does that mean they're going to get treated? No. But as I stated earlier in my show, there are certain things that we lo- have to look at um, as far as the jaw development. Uh, whether their canines are turned the wrong way um, and could possibly uh, be impacted. And in, and we can prevent that impaction by taking certain steps. Um, some orthodontists do two-stage um, intervention, uh, meaning they'll put braces on early, and um, that'll allow the, the, the patient uh, over time to be able to wear braces uh, at less time. 
So meaning they don't have to wear them as long if they do that first intervention with braces. And then the second time they have to have them on, um, they don't have to wear them as long. Now, most, um, most orthodontists in most uh, cases usually wait until the 12, 13, 14 year range. And the reason for that is jaw growth for most individuals is completed 97% complete, 93 to 97% complete by the age of 13 or 14. So, um, we don't want a lot of growth after we do the final phase of orthodontics because then the teeth could move and, and that would be a problem. So, um, I would say in, on average, most orthodontists, uh, 12 to 14, 15, depending on the advancement of the child and how much growth has occurred, we'll start, um, considering braces and most children will need braces. Um, I always tell parents to go ahead and plan, um, because uh, we see um, our jaws are getting smaller and smaller and more crowded. And um, in order to get those teeth in the proper position so that, that we open the airway up and so that we have straight teeth from a cosmetic standpoint, braces are usually needed for the majority of kids now. Dr. Mann, when I left your office the other day, I did so with a healthy start device. How does that play into this conversation? Well, I always tell people there's... Um, uh, healthy start is the, is is something that is a two phase um, approach. Um, there's a lot of bad habits that, that children have um, and develop. Uh, one of the most uh, common ones is mouth breathing, and mouth breathing can be devastating, especially if it continues throughout the whole life. It can keep your keep your gums inflamed, your tonsils enlarged. Um, it causes dry mouth, which can increase your risk for decay. So our goal is to try to stop mouth breathing in kids, and we do that with a habit corrector. The habit corrector also is a natural expander for the for the mouth, which allows more room for those teeth to come in. And it also allows for anybody, any kids that might have apnea or pre-apnea. It moves the lower jaw forward uh, while they're sleeping. They wear this device while they sleep. And um, it opens their airway up so they breathe better. So that's the first stage. The second stage is called a guide appliance. And what it does is it guides the teeth into place as they come in, the permanent teeth as they erupt in so that they're in the center of your jaw. And most of the time when you put those teeth in the center of the jaw, then you don't have to have braces or if you do have to have braces for a very short time. Yeah. And I think that is uh, music to the ears of a lot of parents. The The less they have to deal with braces and same for the children as well, the better. Uh, but if that's something that uh, you're more curious about, or maybe you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, you can go online to smile, man, Com. Man has two N's at the end, smileman.com. It's very easy to book an appointment online. You can find information about the three office locations that Dr. Man has. There's one in Garner, one in Fuquay, Verena, and one in Cary. Learn more by going to smileman.com, smileman.com, or call 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. 
Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. He's head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Learn more about Dr. Mann by going online to smileman.com. Smileman.com. Dr. Mann, we're talking all about a child's visit to the dentist. And one of the first things that kids tend to learn about their teeth is the threat of cavities. And I know that sealants are a great way to prevent cavities. So, Dr. Mann, tell our listeners about sealants and that process. Oh, yeah. Sealants are a great way to prevent cavities, especially in the early uh, uh, child and teenage years, because, um, again, there's a dexterity problem early on. And then uh, children tend to eat a little bit more sweets than adults. Not all adults, but in in general. Um, So uh, basically, we start putting sealants on teeth um, at around six years old when the six-year molars, which are permanent, uh, start coming in. Now, they don't replace a baby tooth. They come in behind the baby teeth first. And um, that's when we first place those sealants. And basically, while we do that is your permanent molars have deep, deep grooves and those grooves hold plaque, really, and, and sugary candy and things like that that cause decay. Well, what we do is we actually can seal those off, and it's basically a tooth-colored resin material. And it seals those deep grooves off so that that um, bacteria can't live down in those grooves. And we see a great reduction in the amount of decay. Most decay starts in the grooves in children. That's usually where we see it first. And so um, the next uh, usually a stage that we put them in is at age 12 when the 12 year molars come in. So you can expect, you know, twice in a child's, uh, childhood, uh, to, to get those sealants placed. Now, uh, sometimes those sealants pop out just because your child might be grinding or they chew some hard candy that pops them out. You may have to get them replaced, uh, once or twice. Um, but they're very, very necessary to keep decay from occurring. And we, recommend it. And the good thing is that most insurance companies cover sealants now because they know how um, important they are to prevent decay. They don't like paying for expensive fillings. They'd rather pay for sealants. So I recommend all parents consider, you know, and, and, and definitely move forward with sealants um, as those permanent molars come into place. Now we do get premolars, which are in that replace our baby molars. Some of those uh, in some people have deep grooves and we recommend that they seal those as well. Some insurance won't pay for that, but again, it's a very uh, common thing to if they have deep grooves to see sealants there to prevent decay. Yeah, that's great advice and something that we can use to prevent those cavities, which can be very costly and uh, potentially very harmful. Um, Doctor Man, wisdom teeth are always a, another concern for parents, and you know that needs to be addressed with their teenagers. So, what age do you recommend having wisdom teeth removed? Well, the summer's coming up, so it's a great time to have the wisdom teeth removed if you need them removed. Um, we usually start seeing um, around age 17, um, most uh, teenagers will start seeing their uh, third molars either coming in um, or impacted. Um, not everybody will have, have to have their um, wisdom teeth removed. If a person has plenty of room, and the teeth come in and they're able to clean them and not get cavities and not get periodontal disease around them, then we recommend that the, they not get them out. Um, it's not going to hurt to have third molars is what we call them. Um, that's just an extra uh, pair. We call them their spare tires. It's an extra set to chew with. However, most people, like I mentioned earlier, we're losing um, our jaw size. So most people don't have, have the, uh, 
the room for them and they have to have them removed. Um, so I always tell patients, uh, parents, you know, between going to college or that first summer off after their freshman year of college is a great time to consider having any wisdom teeth that are impacted, causing problems removed. There is a little bit of a, a time to, to heal. I always tell people you want like two to three days. So you probably want to do it on like a Thursday or Friday and take the weekend to recover. Um, but we use something in our office called PRF, which is uh, we draw a patient's blood and spin it down. And it creates plasma rich factors, which help um, you heal about 10 times faster. But uh, don't wait to get them out. I always tell people the younger you are, the quicker and the uh, faster you heal up, the older you are. So when you wait in your 20s, late 20s, early 30s to get them out when they start causing a problem, that's when it takes longer to heal up, in my experience, seeing it. So, uh, you know, that's a pl- something that uh, your dentist should be able to talk to you about from that panoramic x-ray. We can see those wisdom teeth and talk to the parent about whether the child or, excuse me, the young adult will have enough room um, for those uh, wisdom teeth. Yeah, starting early again is it's always good, and that panoramic X-ray is is really important, and it's a, a critical diagnostic tool for you. Absolutely, uh, shows us again early on if they have all their teeth. Shows us the location of the wisdom teeth and the angle to see if they're going to come in, um, and then also we can look at sinuses. Uh, we can look at the airway, both uh, both upper airway. You know, if a person has a deviated septum, we can see that if they have smaller sinuses. If you have a smaller sinus area, there's a possibility could, you could increase your risk for sinus infections. Um, also, it helps us look at the lower airway, and that's important because that 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 involves our breathing at night. You know, if that's closing off on us or if we're not getting enough oxygen, it allows us to look at all of those things, as well as um, the tempomandibular joints. If someone's having problems with opening and closing or their pain in their uh, mouth when they open and close, it allows us to look at their joints to see if that's uh, what's causing that. So it, it is it is definitely needed and a, a great diagnostic tool. Excellent. And if that's something that you need done for your child, schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann. You can go online to smileman.com. Mann has two ends at the end. Smileman.com is where you can go if you would like to very easily book an appointment or find information about all the services that Dr. Mann and his office are able to provide. Or if you want to find the nearest location to you, smileman.com is the best place to go. There's three office locations. There's one in Cary, one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Again, smileman.com. Or you can call the office 919-462-9338. Three, eight. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Well, my dad just turned 75. Uh, what a milestone. And uh, so we're going to talk about dentistry in your senior years, um, prevention and what to expect. Yeah, we're going from one end of the spectrum to the other. Uh, well, happy uh, belated birthday to Papa Man. You know, we, uh, we send our best to him and we hope that you will join us for that episode next weekend we're out of time for today on behalf of dr charles ashley man i'm jason kong thanking you for listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley man on fm 98.5 am 680 wptf news talk traffic have a wonderful day